Welcome to episode number 17 of the Luke Page podcast. Make sure you um, click subscribe and stay up to date with this. I release an episode every couple of weeks. You can also find me on Instagram at Luke Page underscore underscore underscore. So today I've got with me Cami Wilkie, all the way from Nebraska. Hell yeah, from the United States. Um, I hope you like my... I just love doing American accents. Like sometimes I pull them off, sometimes I don't. Yesterday we were walking the dog with um, Courtney and I was doing like a southern accent because we've been watching Ozark. Who's been watching Ozark here? And they kind of got like that kind of hillbilly accent. Like, hey, hello, Billy Jean, what you gonna do with me? So I've been doing that and it's been pissing her off. So I've been doing hillbilly accents. But anyway... Anyway, let's get back to it. So, um, look, Cammy and I have been doing a mastermind together for the last couple of months. I'm a business program and got to know Cammy a little bit and I wanted to get her on because she's awesome at what she does. She's a flexible dieting coach. Um, and in this episode, we talk about how to break all the dieting rules and still reach your fitness goals. So here we go. Actually, wait, before we get into this thing, I just want to go through one thing and I've, I've just opened up a brand new um, Facebook community group. So this is especially for online coaches that are making between zero and $100,000 in their coaching business per year. Um, and it's a place that you can come to be around coaches that are you know, going through the same things as you, feeling the same things, experiencing the same things, and at similar stages in their business. And most likely, coming across and experiencing the same struggles and challenges and problems in their business. So, you know, we discuss things like how to become an awesome leader in your industry, um, social media tips, Instagram tips, marketing, sales, how to, you know, operate a grounded business, how to live a balanced life. So, you know, if this is of interest to you, then I strongly recommend and suggest that you head over to Facebook and search The Leading Coach by Luke page. Now, when you search it, make sure you're searching in the group section, but um, join that. And anyway, let's get into this. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Um, well, Cammy Wilkie, I'll ever pronounce your name right. You did. That's perfect. Wait, where are you actually, where do you live again? I live in Lincoln, Nebraska in the United States of America. Lincoln, Nebraska in the United States of America. <laughs> do you know, yep. this is, this is officially my first international guest. I love it. Yeah. I, I, I'm honored. Thanks. So thanks for coming on, Cammy. Um, so, um, yeah, look, well, let's just, why don't we just start off with um, just giving us a little bit of an introduction, like, you know, a little bit about yourself. Um, what exactly do you do? Um, who do you help? Why have you got into doing what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Cammie Wilkie. I am, by the time you guys hear this, I will have been officially 25 years to the day on this earth. Oh, it is my birthday. Oh. <laughs> yes. Well, you're turning 25 tomorrow, though. But what happens if I release it in like two hours? You're still going to be 24. Well, for Australia, it'll it'll all be 25. True. 
See, so I have been an entrepreneur for less than a year. I went full time in my business called EDC Fit on August 5th, 2019. I am a flexible dieting coach, um, but more so than that, I'm a wife. I am a dog mom. I am a lover of Jesus and a lover of food, truthfully. Nice which has fueled this passion of mine for helping women achieve a body that they feel confident in and sexy in while breaking all of the dieting rules the diet culture throws at them. Mm-hmm. And I have an absolute blast doing it. I absolutely love it. What, uh, what dog have you got? I have a, a three-year-old Shih Tzu. His name is Memphis. Memphis. Like Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. Do you know what Memphis is in Australia? Uh, on the movies, yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. I was going to say Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Is that yeah. how they speak? Yeah. Well, yes. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm about, I see, I'm from the Midwest, which it's like land of the corn. The biggest thing we have around where I'm at is football. It is, it is a little bit kind of like, kind of like the movies, you know, like, yeah. Corn, country, and football. <laughs> That's about what we got around here. Have you seen, um, this is like, this is like a really old movie. I don't even know if you would have been born. Children of the Corn? Yes. Oh my gosh. Luke, my mom taught in the town that that movie is based out of. Are you serious? Really cool. Yeah. It's oh my really God. Fun. So like you guys have got those little, you know, those crazy Grim Reaper. Sword things <laughs> yeah. Just in your town. Like everyone just walks around wearing those Grim Reaper swords. Well, I mean, farming has come a long way <laughs> since then. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do have friends in the in the farming industry that they right. live, live, eat, and breathe corn. So, All right, that that movie like freaked me out. If, if anyone's listening to this, I'm surprised that I mean, the reason why you know it is because of the obviously your history with it, your mum. Right. Right. But like most people, unless you're my age, like and above, maybe it's between thirty, early thirties to maybe. 45 because I wasn't even meant to be watching that stuff back when I was young. Yeah. But I was, yeah. I'd sneak a horror movie in every now and then, but it freaked me out. You know, those horror oh, movies you watch back in the day and like it scars you for life. Yeah. I remember my very first horror movie. My very first what one. What was it? It was when a stranger calls the girl that, uh, it was, it was all, and it was a horrible movie for me to start out with because it was all about a, someone that breaks in while a girl's babysitting and guess who was doing a whole lot of babysitting. <laughs> Not the one to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you gotta watch it it's a classic it's a so, classic <laughs> so you're like going into work and like just babysitting the kids but you're just sitting there all anxious and any right? noise outside you're freaking out yes. calls my mom yeah. to come over and help me babysit <laughs> <laughs> so getting back to like why so how did you get into um what you're doing now Cammy? Yeah. So really my story started when I was 12 years old, I developed an eating disorder and it was, it was incredibly severe. It, I, my heart rate kind of got down into the, uh, the very danger zone. It got down to 27 beats per minute, which for anybody who doesn't know kind of like context of what that is, a, a normal heartbeat should be anywhere from like 60 to 80. Mine was 27. Mm. Um, I sent, I spent about six weeks in the hospital rebuilding my body and rebuilding my relationship with food. And even after I was discharged from the hospital, it was one of those things where I physically, I was okay, but my mindset was still really 
needing repaired. And it wasn't until I was several years into college that I had to ask myself, Cameron, what are you really here to do on this earth? What, who are you here to serve? And I still had a strong connection with myself and other women who were really struggling with the thought of food and diet culture and how to, how to achieve this body that we feel confident in without sacrificing all the fun things of life. And I decided, you know what, that's what I'm going to do. And so I went to the university of Nebraska here in Lincoln. I got my undergraduate in nutrition and dietetics And then I graduated college. I got married two weeks later and I didn't find a job. And I didn't find a job for a long time. And I ended up taking a position that um, was not in my field. And when was this kind? How long ago was this? uh, This was last year. I mean, I mean, I, I took the position in 2018 and then left that position early 2019. Yeah. And it would, it, I wasn't happy there. It paid the bills, but it was not serving. Uh, it, I wasn't serving anybody to, to the degree of which I wanted to. And it kind of got to a point where I like, it's almost like when you hit rock bottom and you're, you kind of have to like make a decision. Like, is this where I'm going to sink? Or is this going to be the moment where I catapult into what life is really about? And it was a sink or swim situation. And I chose to swim and, um, I'm lucky that I have the support of my husband and those around me. And I started an online fitness coaching company called EDC Fit. And Mm -hmm. EDC stands for Envision, Decide, Conquer, which is just really speaks to kind of the journey that I took with fitness and with entrepreneurship. Awesome. And yeah, went full time a couple months later and here I am. So how did you like... How did you go full-time so quickly? Because a lot of people, you know, in that transition from doing working their job to their going on their coaching business, and it takes years to go full-time. So how did you get full-time so quickly? Well, uh, you know what? I'm going to definitely give credit where credit is due. My, my, husband, um, my husband has a, has a position that definitely was able to support us, and it allowed me the space to kind of flounder for a while and not and to make some money here and there. And, and he was able to be that, that really consistent and steady um, stream of income for us, which I'm so thankful for because that allowed me to be creative and allowed me to, you know, take positions that weren't really in my field and then to start this business. And when I decided to get really serious about this business is when I made my first investment into a business coach, which was hands down one of the best things that has ever happened to me also mm-hmm. one of the most scariest things yeah. you know yeah. i was i was sitting here all i had is a dream and i knew all the fitness stuff and i had no idea about the business side of it and right. i needed both of these things to make this this thing work and i yeah. made this investment in july of 2019 with um business coach Amanda Bucci and her um, program FCA. And I went full-time in August and Luke, this talk about humble beginnings. Um, the mm. reason I was able to go full-time is because I was making very, very, very close to next to nothing in mm. my other position where it, you know, the second I, I had one client, I was already yeah. making more a month than um, my other position. And yeah, I don't yeah. say that 
to like discount my other position. Like I love, I love the people that I worked with. I love the mission and I'm so grateful for that position. It just wasn't on the platform in which I could serve to my highest capacity. Nice. So that's how I went so quickly. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm pretty sure we'd done the exact same thing. I'm pretty sure I did. um, I did Amanda Bucci's course. I'm just, I'm pretty sure it's flourishing. Was that like, was it like, I don't know, a thousand bucks or something like that. And it's just like, there's no, it's just all online. There's no actual direct coaching from her. Or is this a different one? Um, I had a different one. I had, I had some coaching with her and some other coaches, um, online and it was, it was a 12 week course that absolutely changed my life. And it was in addition to not making much in my other position, it was also that sink or swim mentality. Like this was it. If this wasn't working, then I was going to need to, I didn't have a plan B. I didn't allow myself to even think about it Mm. because I I wanted this so bad. Mm. Nice. Well, we've done the same. Well, I'm just remembering now codes of content, the one that I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. Codes. And then we've now gone to Isabella. Oh my goodness. That's how I I knew about Isabella is because I saw her on Amanda Bucci's platform. Mm. And so it's so funny how like, like life kind of connects you with, with people. And then again, mm. Isabella, Isabella is another life changing person for me. Yeah, there's, there's like a few, um, there's a few women in that field in the States that are all connected, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I know. It's, nice. it's a small world. You don't realize yeah. like how small the world it is until, you yeah. know, until, until you reach Instagram and everybody Absolutely. Does. So how long have you been into actual like health and fitness? How long, apart from you doing your courses, right. like how long have you been into it? And not just like, you know, uh, above like the normal, well, you know, I'm healthy and I exercise right, once or right. twice. How long have you been kind of into health and fitness for? I would say that my, I reached above average, um, you know, desire and love for fitness in yeah. 2014 after right. my, uh, it was my second semester of college. Mm-hmm. And that was my first introduction into weightlifting. It was my first introduction to my own fitness coach. Mm. And it was my first introduction to essentially really, really restrictive eating aside mm-hmm. from my experience with my eating disorder, you know, years later, um, I was, I was decided that I was, wasn't happy with my body again. I was not willing to, you know, go down the same path that I had previously gone down. And I wanted, I wanted to reach this, 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 this skin that I felt confident in, in a way that wasn't damaging to myself. And unknowingly I was doing the bro diet, the, the chicken and broccoli, the, the chicken and brown rice, the, the, the no pizza, you know, it was a horrible, <laughs> draining, uh, lifestyle and certainly one that wasn't maintainable. Mm. And I just, at the time I wasn't studying nutrition. I was studying, um, nursing and I just didn't know what I didn't know. And I just, I thought that's, that's how you did it. And if Mm. you wanted the six pack, if you wanted the confidence in a bikini, that that's how you did it. And wow. I'm so glad that I, my eyes were opened up to, to what I teach now, which is flexible dieting and breaking all those dieting rules. No. So what, what exactly do we actually need to, to know about all this? You know, basically, you know, this episode's called 
how to break all the dieting rules and still reach your fitness goals. So what exactly do we need to know about this? There's a lot of women listening to this right now that, um, you know, it's the same old story, conflicting information with all the the health scene. Uh, There's do this, do that, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. Um, For a person that has never had to, I've been on a diet to put on weight, but I mean, I've got no issue with losing weight, right? So Mm -hmm. I can eat anything that I want. So I can't relate to losing weight thing, but um, yeah, what exactly, I mean, being able to, you know, get your, hit your fitness goals, but still be flexible with your dieting sounds like a dream. So what do we need to know about this? Right. So what you need to know is that, not every, it's just like they said growing up, Luke, not everything you read on the internet is true. And certainly that is true in the fitness industry. It is possible to eat pizza and have a body that you feel super confident in. It's, mm-hmm. it's possible to go out for cocktails on the weekends and to be spontaneous and to still lose weight. And I was able to do that. And my clients are able to do that through this process called flexible dieting and flexible dieting. Um, you know, some people will call it if it fits your macros, there's lots of different terms, but they're all kind of referring to the same thing, which is instead of eating chicken and broccoli all the time and feeling super restrictive, what if we monitored and made adjustments to foods that we loved in order to have a really balanced approach and, and think of it like a food budget, okay? They give you a food budget and you can spend this food budget however you want. Over how long? For how long? Yeah, what's well, the course? Well, if you're really, really consistent with it, it, it of course depends on how much weight you're trying to lose. But if yeah. you're consistent with it and you do it correctly, my clients, um, they, my private clients, which... Um, I'm, I'm currently full of my private clients, but they were, they're on six month programs. Mm. But, but if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, how many years do women waste falling off track every weekend, skipping from diet to diet? And if you could really dedicate six months and you didn't have to give up any of your favorite foods, wouldn't that be worth it? Hell yeah. What about the yeah. actual, you know, the, the shopping list that you're talking about, the food shopping list or what mm-hmm. have you? Is that what we call, refer to? Food shopping list? <laughs> yeah, we call it a grocery list. Yeah. A grocery list. So yeah. like how long's but how long is it like, okay, well, you know, you've got a week to you can use this grocery list. Is it a day? Like what's the period of time where you have to use that or you get to use that shopping list? Right. So so here here's how it works. Everybody has a different food budget because we're all really unique individuals. And you can adjust your calories, you can adjust your food budget to make you lose weight however quickly you want, right? Mm-hmm. And the the thing that makes flexible dieting so appealing and attractive is that you don't have to eat on a meal plan. When you go to the grocery store, feel free to buy the things that you really want to eat. I mean, of course you want to you want to be mindful. You want to, you want to definitely pick up some really nutrient dense whole food sources, but gone are the days of only ever eating chicken and chicken and rice. You can fit pizza into your food budget. And so to answer your question, how quickly people lose weight, they can start losing weight right away. Mm. And depending on how quickly you want to do it, do you want to lose here? We use pounds. What do you guys use? Yeah. Kilos. Kilos. Okay. Okay. So I don't know the conversion. I think it's, I think uh, it's almost half. Roughly half. Yeah. 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 So if you wanted to lose like for here, yep. one to two pounds a week, 
Yeah. You just make that adjustment into your budget yeah. and go on eating what it is that you're wanting, mm. moderation in mind, and yeah. you can be confident that you will lose that amount of weight. Okay. Um, and like, is there like, do we still exercise though or just eat Oh, it? yes. Oh, yes. We've got to move. Oh, yes. So, so flexible mm-hmm. dieting, like first, we first want to just address it like, we, we use like this 80-20 rule. We're like, we don't want to like go for the, uh, the pizza every single meal. That may be like our kind of our, our when we start off, it's kind of like the, the floodgates <laughs> open, there's no rules, right? But mm. we still want to be really cautious about caring for our body and honoring our body with really whole nutrient-dense food sources. That's like 80%, right? And then the 20% is like, I tell my girls, when hubby comes home and says it's date night put on your best dress. We're going out for pizza. It's the life that happens. Mm. And in addition to the flexible dieting that my clients do, I work with a trainer. His name is Victor. He is wonderful. He's he's right now we're all in quarantine and he's writing at home programs for everybody. Um, but we really focus with Victor. He focuses on a lot of strength training with my clients so that they can really build up this toned figure that they're really desiring. And he Mm. works with them and he is phenomenal. I cannot say enough good things about him. Is there a particular age that you're generally attracting at the moment, Cammie? With the women that you work with? Right. So I, I would say that like my client is typically between the ages of 24 and 34. Um, she is typically um, either in a serious relationship or prepping for a wedding. Ooh, okay. Nice. Yep. Which, right now in the States, um, and I'm sure all over the world, unfortunately, a lot of women are canceling their weddings. But mm. that is, that's, um, I think that these women are able to relate to me being a similar age. And I, I had my own kind of shredding for the wedding uh, <laughs> season of my life. And so, yeah, I, I, I deal with women in their early to mid twenties, um, who are just honestly ready to ditch, ditch the, the normal dieting world and to see some real results. Right. So it's almost like that, you know, of course we still need to work out and it's like, well, there's losing weight, which is the eating, right. right. Then the toning up comes from the, the working out. Is that right? Right. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Um, yes. But it works together as a package deal for sure. Gotcha. You really need to have both. You can't just be like, well, yeah. eating grass and just sit on the couch. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get, you're not going to get that, that tone, <laughs> but that way for sure. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. Um, and are you like a, cause like, for example, I'm just thinking of my wife, um, Courtney is, uh, where is she? she's 29 and, um, she does Pilates and but she's never done like you know she doesn't like she's she like freaks out that she does a squat and just she does like a lat pull down she got a massive lats and huge shoulders and all that shit i know there's so many women out there that think that um let's just put this to bed yeah so what's the go yeah okay here's the thing get it out women there is no possible way you were not designed to look like a man. The, and the only way that you will look like a man is if you decide on your own will to take, to alter your own hormones, to take steroids, <laughs> to change it yourself and intentionally start looking like a man. I've been lifting super as heavy as I possibly can. I've been lifting 
that way for about six years. And I actually, it's interesting. I did a side by side last year on Instagram. One of which was just how I look 23 hours of the day, normal cami. And then one of them was the one hour that I spent in the gym where I had kind of like the pump that they talk about. Mm. Um, and I was flexing and, and it looks like two completely different people. And Unfortunately, women are, are really afraid of this looking bulky, but mm. what they don't realize is that like I look bulky, quote unquote, for one hour of the day. Yes. And, and the rest of the hours of the day, I look what women call toned. And gotcha. yeah, that was actually one of my posts that went viral. I should repost that. Repressive. But yeah, women, women uh, it's not possible. You, yeah. you can't do it unless you decide and, and alter it yourself. Yeah. Like you're not going to like, if you do one exercise and you do some one right. exercise of curls, you have all these massive biceps. Right. Not possible. All right. Well, what are the, like, what are some take home steps that, um, everyone listening, obviously we're mainly speaking to women here, but look guys, if you're listening as well, we can still take home some steps. Um, what are some steps that we can actually put into play that, um, you know, we can, start using now to following what you're doing, the flexible dieting and still being able to tone up and lose weight. Yeah, absolutely. So there are, there are three main big picture action steps that I take with my clients. Number one, most of the time when women are coming to me and they're wanting to lose weight, they're actually under eating. Um, women kind of latch on to the 1200 calorie you know, number, um, at least here in the States, women are usually only ever eating 1200 calories when they're wanting to lose weight. And for most women, that's way too low. So, so step one I do with my clients is I increase their intake and I bring them slowly back up to a place where their metabolism is back in the safe zone because they're actually harming their metabolism and slowing it down by under eating yeah. So much. So step one, we increase their intake very, very slowly. Wait, so, sorry. So like they increase your yeah. intake. So, I mean, that mm-hmm. must be a bit of an enjoyable way to start things off. Oh, uh, you know what? It's, it's weird. It's, it's unique. It's like, it's like I'm, when I tell them, okay, girlfriend, we're going to increase it by like 600 calories. I can see it in their eyes where they're, they're like, their eyes are smiling, but then there's also this look of fear, right? Because they came to me wanting to lose weight and here I'm asking them to eat more. And there's usually at that point of time is really where they have to kind of give up the control Mm -hmm. and really put their trust in their coach. That is, that is the moment. And I can understand that because there was a time where I, yeah. had to do that with my coach and granted it was a it was a business coach but it's the same thing you have to trust your mentor gotcha so um usually it's about a week or two later they come to me and they're like oh my gosh like how is it possible i've i've lost two pounds or you know however many kilos that is and i'm eating so much more than i was and so how long do they increase the food intake for roughly Right. So, I mean, I've had clients, um, increase for anywhere from a couple weeks up to about three months. It really, it, de- it depends kind of where their starting point is. Yeah. I know. And they yeah. lose weight. Some of them lose weight whilst eating right. more. Right. I had a client that, um, she just finished her, her program with me and she, um, ended the program, um, several, several pounds lighter and she mm. increased her calories by 500. And had finished the program and reached her goal. And when we say calories, like it's not like eating 
pizza and shit food and chocolates and that is it's it's still eating healthy food is that right it's about the 80 20 80 20 so about 80 percent yeah. of the time they're they're eating the really whole nutrient dense foods but um i really believe in pizza oh yeah i you love your course. pizza you love yeah, seeing I your post you love your pizza i tell you what, anyone listening to this go over we'll drop cammy's um instagram after this but go check her out and have a look all at her foods that she eats. <laughs> I know. She's still I, in the shape that she is. So um, what would you like, when you said about that some women have to go longer than others, what determines right. whether they increase their calories by three months compared to maybe three weeks? What's the difference there? Right. So number one thing is where are they starting? How long have they been under eating? If they've been under eating for a few weeks, there's probably not quite as much for us to repair with their Mm -hmm. metabolism. If they come to me and they've been following fad diets and they've been doing the crash keto diet for years, we probably Mm -hmm. have a little bit more work to do. Um, So number one is where there's their starting point. And then number two is how consistent are they going to be? The more consistent the client yep. is with the program, mm-hmm. that's the quickest and, and most best results that she's going to get. All right. And just we're slightly going off topic here, but you know those fad diets that we you kind of mentioned? Mm-hmm. The yeah. Keto. What's another fad diet? Um, the military diet. Military diet. There's heaps uh, out there, right? Right. It's, it's any diet that asks you to give up food yes. to where it's unmaintainable. It's not sustainable. Right. What, what, How does somebody give up carbs for the rest of their life? I don't know. So, like, why is this? Is it the reason why a lot of this shit is going around? Is it because it sells? Is that the reason why people do it? Is it because they're they're not informed? Uh, like, why is so many, you know, health professionals, right, mm-hmm. pushing these diets? Like, why? Because they can convince a woman that she can get the body of her dreams with, with doing as little to no work as possible and as quickly as possible. And my philosophy is that if it took you four years to get to this place, how in the world could it only take you three weeks to undo it? So it's a selling thing. Yeah. It's selling the the idea that is just not maintainable nor healthy. Most of the time people want a result quick and easy, quick, easy and cheaply. All right. Welcome to 2020. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. So getting back to mm-hmm. the steps we can do. The first one was increase our, um, our food increase intake, intake. Yep. to boost our um, metabolism. So next one. Yeah. Um, we need to really, really hone in on our hydration. Um, so people are a lot of times clients will come to me there and I'll be like, how much water do you drink a day? And they're like, well, I, Probably about a glass. And that's yeah. where I, I, inside my head, and I'm kind of just like, well, here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Because what people don't realize is that um, two things. If you are dehydrated, you are A, likely to feel hungry. And you may not even be hungry in the first place, but mm. dehydration will make your body feel hungry. And number two, there is research that has shown that being dehydrated will slow your metabolism down. So by making sure that you are properly hydrated, um, you can increase your metabolism and also make sure that your hunger is actually true hunger. 
gotcha. and not your body asking for water. Yes. So how much water we drink? You know, we've heard two liters, two and a half, three liters. Right. Like, look, how we do it? So what do we do? Here, I'll give you two, two really, really like takes you two seconds to, to ask yourself. Um, so everybody in Australia, you, I don't know the kilos conversion here. You're going to have to use the, the pounds, right? So it doesn't matter, Cami. There's like people all over the world <laughs> listen to this. There's actually more in the States than Australia. Is there really? so, yeah. Okay. Oh, good. So you take, take your body weight in pounds and times that by 0.5 and then that is how much you should be drinking in ounces. So I'll use myself as an example. If I weigh 150 pounds, that times 0.5 is 75 pounds. I should be drinking a minimum of 75 ounces every day, bare minimum. 75 ounces. ounces. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. And yep. then if you really want to make sure that you're hydrated, because if you're working out and you're sweating, you're obviously going to need more water. You take your body weight in pounds times 0.8. And that for me would be 150 times 0.8 is 120. So I would drink 120 ounces of water per day to really make sure I'm properly hydrated. Nice. That could be a post. Yeah. That's what I do. There you go. There you go. That's what I use with all my clients too. Yeah. Beautiful. And you can do a a worldwide post on kilos and pounds. (laughs) Yeah. Kilos and pounds. For us, you know, for us sad people living in Australia. I've never been to Australia. I would love to go. Unbelievable place. Yeah, it's a um, we're very lucky, very lucky. Oh yeah, to live here. Um, all right. So what? That's we've got our metabolism. We're gonna get mm-hmm. that up by eating more. We're now gonna be drinking water. Yep. And then the last thing is building up your base, and this is where we are really focused on building muscle, having more muscle is the only way to naturally to tr- is like the the biggest way to naturally influence your metabolism and the reason is is because the more muscle you have the more calories you burn at rest so if two people weigh 150 pounds and one of them's got a lot of muscle and one of them doesn't have very many and those mm-hmm. two people sit on the couch for 4 hours the person who sat on the couch for four hours and had a whole lot of muscle is going to have burned a lot more calories in that four hours sitting there binge watching Netflix oh than the gosh. person who was sitting there yeah. didn't have very much muscle. So we're burning calories while watching Netflix. You know, you're burning calories all the time, oh my all the gosh. time in your sleep, walking around, binge watching Netflix. Yeah. That is how people build up their metabolism so quickly and so well. What if I roll up into a little ball? put myself into a closet with no windows, would I be burning calories? You would be burning calories all the time. All the time. <laughs> nice. All, all right, the time. So, so there, there are three main steps that we can start doing now. Mm-hmm. Is What were they again? Slowly increasing your intake to make yep. sure that your metabolism is in the safe zone. So mm-hmm. to understand if you're in the safe zone, there are several... I have, of course, have my own nutrition course that people can utilize, or if they want to go online, there's lots of free resources to understand how many calories you could be eating per day to be considered healthy. Um, So slowly increasing your calories to be in that safe zone. Um, Really making sure that you're paying attention to your hydration using those two equations that I gave, and then also building up your base, building up your muscle and really making sure that you are burning as many calories as you can all the time, whether you're working out or not. 
binge watching Netflix, whatever. Beautiful. And um, I would say like, does, like, is it highly recommended that like people are kind of overlooked by someone that knows what they're talking about during this process though? Yes, absolutely. And and the reason is that like food is, it's a relationship, right? Like food is emotion. Like people, people have food at celebrations. They have them at funerals. They have them at like graduations. It's, It's a celebratory. And sometimes like we get emotional sometimes when we think about our relationship with food. And so having somebody there that is educated and objective can kind of help to pull you back so you have a little bit of a bird's eye view and so you're not so close up into your own transformation that you can't make a really strong educated decision for mm-hmm. yourself. So I would highly recommend having a coach. Boom. Um, anything else we need to know? Or anything else we should know? Pizza is always a good, good decision. Always last a good word, Last words of Cammy. <laughs> yeah. She's out. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. So um, where can where can we find her? Where can anyone listen to this find her, Cammy? On Instagram, my handle is at Cammy.Wilkie, and Cammy is spelled C-A-M-I-E dot W-I-L-K-E. Excellent. And um, look, Cammy's online, yeah? So anyone, doesn't matter where you are in the world, like head over to her Instagram. Like I said, she's got an awesome page, like the, the post that she does. Heaps of really valuable free content out there. So head over, give her a follow, check out her stuff, engage in her stuff. And um, she's there. Anyone's okay to reach out to you if they need any help with anything in particular? I, I, I limit myself to females. But if you are a female looking to drop the fad diet and really get some, <laughs> some real results, I am here for you. What and I, I have nothing against men, you know. It's just hard for me to relate to truly understand what, what it's like for them, you know. <laughs> so guys. I Sorry, guys. <laughs> I have people I refer out to for Matt. Okay, sounds good. All right, well, um, thanks for coming on, Cammy. Really appreciate it. And we will uh, we'll catch up real soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, Luke. I enjoyed this. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the, the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at LukePage underscore underscore underscore.